The views and opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily represent those of WTVA, sister station WLOV, or parent company Heartland Media. Thanks for tuning in to WTVA's Let's Do It Again, a podcast looking to give a deserving couple one more chance at their wedding day and honeymoon. I'm Josh Ward. The process is simple. Listen to our couple's stories and pick your favorite one. Vote for them on WTVA.com and you're done. Check out the details of their fabulous prizes in the official rules posted on WTVA.com. Voting has begun and ends soon, so get in there and pick your favorite couple now. Our winning couple will be contacted and announced at the end of this contest. Let's meet our next couple, Bryant and Brandy. He's from Illinois. But we moved down here to Mississippi a couple years ago. I'm from Houston, Texas. My grandfather got really sick. And after we we got together, ended up moving up there. We got married. And her family's from here. Yeah, we moved down here when he got sick. But after he passed, we stayed. Well, we... We're planning to get married in March. Um, the week before we got married, his mother committed suicide, and she left a note stating that was our wedding present. Um, I was married before, and I had four f- children from a previous relationship, and his mom did not want him to marry me, but she did what she did. But um, but we went ahead and got married, and then after we were married, um, not even three weeks it was, we had our first miscarriage. We've had three miscarriages, but um, we were actually blessed with a little girl. Um, he stepped in a role, not only when he married me, he took on my four other children, which it was a lot for him at the time, but we were going through the first year especially. Man, anybody, it don't matter who you are. Well, it gets worse. On our first year anniversary, we ended up back in the hospital. Oh, we went to McDonald's, McDonald's yeah. for our anniversary, yeah. one year anniversary at McDonald's. And then uh, left McDonald's and went to the hospital. He was... Um, and they admitted me. They admitted him. They said at the time he... First, they said he had a tumor in the brain and they were going to have to remove it the next day. So his sister flew in from Texas and... Um, the next morning after meeting with the doctors, they said that they couldn't do the surgery because his brain would collapse. So we had to go for the next couple months back and forth with nothing that they could do for him. And as time was going by, I was watching him. He was walking with a cane, forgetting everything. Um, didn't know if he was coming or going, and the medication they were giving him wasn't helping. They just had me doped up. And so I decided to go outside of the VA, which I'm grateful I did, and uh, went to another hospital and come to find out uh, the surgeon, Dr. Azadi, amazing man, um, said he actually didn't have a tumor. It was called hydrocephalus on the brain. And there's four ventricles. Three ventricles were completely filled. The fourth one was filling. He would have died if we went and went in. They did an emergency surgery at that time on his brain. And that was the first brain surgery they did. They did a drip in his brain. And um, that worked for quite some time, but um, he ended up having to go back in. He's now got a shunt in his brain, but um, from all the medications and everything, he ended up with uh, stage four cirrhosis of the liver. Our little girl that we did have together, she had epilepsy. And we were dealing with him, her, cause she would have seizures weekly. Um, it was kind of a lot, but, you know, we 
gone through. Every year it's been something. Just a few years after, after that, his uh, brother, Sean, we got a call. I never met his brother. He hadn't seen his brother in 10 years. He was found in a hotel floor in Costa Rica. Basically a vegetable. And um, me being the way that I am, I told him we can't leave his brother over there. So we had to have the doctors and stuff fly him here to the States. And when we got him here to Mississippi, we actually brought him straight to Tupelo Hospital. And he was there, nothing they could really do. He couldn't talk, couldn't do anything on his own. Um, and the first night they released him and brought him home to our home. He stopped breathing. He stopped breathing. They had to resuscitate him and he was brought back in. And then um, spent months in the hospitals and then finally we brought him back. And he stayed in ICU, I think, four months. And they just kept him there because they had nowhere to, they couldn't put him on the floor because he was too unstable. He, I don't even know how to explain it. They, there wasn't a, a medical word for what was wrong with him. I mean, he was literally probably weighed 90, 90 pounds, maybe all bones, looked like an old man. He couldn't talk. Uh, he couldn't was 40. Nine years old. Uh, couldn't, I mean, nothing. He, uh, whatever had happened over there, something with, anyway, he went without oxygen to the brain. So that's what it just, when it did, I guess, when he got revived from how he was, it, they'd already fried so much of his brain from not having oxygen. And then that night she's talking about the first night we brought him home from the hospital, when they, they said, here, he's fine, send him home, and we come home with this, you know, my brother, you didn't I mean you can't do nothing with him. He you know? couldn't do anything. He was like a, a big baby. I literally had to sit on the floor and hold him because he would just rock. He couldn't do anything. I'd just sit there and hold him so he wouldn't hurt himself. But yeah, he stopped breathing, and then we called the, the paramedics and all. They, they probably took him about like 45 minutes to get to the house. He went with all that time there with all this no oxygen to the brain. They made it just, he was done. Then he was literally just a complete, just stayed on life support since then. Then we got to take him home on hospice. That was the only thing we could do. And they brought him home for four, four to five months. We uh, changed diapers, washed him, cleaned him, fed him in a bed all day long with hospice coming, just wait for him to die. And we don't, we don't drink, we don't do drugs. We're just boring old people. <laughs> and you know, I, I, we've learned. You know, we just, we go, we get through everything together. I mean, no matter how hard it is, and. Through good and bad, better, worse. Exactly. A whole lot of worse. And, you know, we've been blessed a lot. I mean, we've got yeah. five amazing kids. We've got four great, wonderful grandchildren now. And um, we just take one day at a time is all we can do. And something comes up, we just deal with it and go on. It's all you can do is just leave it in God's hands. Hey, this is really cool, though. That's just a little girl. You know, the seizures and all. We got down here to Mississippi and started going to this church. And, you know, I wasn't Pastor never, into, I was never into church. And, you know, you know, nothing against it. I mean, believe in God and all. But just wasn't a church going person. We go in this church, sit down. And I'm all, yeah. We this, always have to be in church, just, so I made him go. Gets, this man just got up come over there. Didn't know the guy. Didn't know us. And uh, he said, I want to pray for your, your daughter. He's praying for her. I'm over there like, you know, what's going on? Okay, you know, prayer is good. I got, you know, prayer. I'm all for it. Believe in it totally. And uh, he says, your daughter's got seizures. We were like, what? 
like I can see it in her eyes. He said, she'll never have another another seizure again. She didn't have a seizure that day forward. She was weaned off of her car carbamazepine. She was on medication three times a day, having seizures weekly, daily. True and story. Pastor Blaylock Church Bethel there in Amory. When we got down here, that's where we went to, and that guy prayed for her there, and never since she's had a seizure, she's been off that medication since then. Me, I'm a type of person, I gotta see something to believe it. <laughs> no, our, our little girl is amazing. She's, she's 10, 10 going but, 25. Um, we've been through a lot. Kylie's been mm, through a lot. That little girl been through a whole lot. She was for we 10. Were very, very, very lucky to have her. We all. Yeah, she almost didn't, she almost didn't make it. She spent how many months? God, a couple of months up in Ed Children's Hospital, and yeah, she was up. We lived in Illinois when she was up in Milwaukee. With him Stayed being sick, there. going back and forth, back and forth. Get up, get off work every day about three, and I'd hightail it to Milwaukee, get up there and stay the night, and hightail it back and forth. You know, work and all, and do what you got to do. At the time when everything happened. You know, Brian is an amazing person. He really is. Um, one thing I would like to, we've, we've talked about it before because at the time that all that happened, and the day that we got married on is the day that his, you know, a week before is when his yeah. mom committed suicide. You know, to do that again and not have it around the, that date or times or something like that that happened, a it's fresh. a whole fresh start would be because at that time, it, it was just one thing after the other after the other, and we were going through so much at the time. But, um, you know, he deserves the best, and he, we just, I wasn't able to give him that, you know, at that time because of what all was going on. Yeah, we couldn't even be happily married in the beginning because, man, there's just stuff just piled up going on like crazy, you know? It's like hard to even function, man. He had to go. Well, what, what, we, we didn't kill each other, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it, when his mom did that on that Saturday before, he had to fly back to Texas. And, you know, the money that I had for our wedding that we were going to use, we had a, I had to use for his plane tickets to go back home, you know, for her funeral and everything, and then for him to come back. He didn't make it back to like, the day before the wedding. So you, it... it it was crazy. We didn't really have a big ceremony. We got married in a little community center, which is my mom, dad, my brother and sister, and my kids. Ten and Think this couple has what it takes to do it again? Make your vote count. Go to WTVA.com right now and vote for your favorite couple. Again, check out all the details of what they will win on our official rules posted on WTVA.com. Go ahead, vote now. I'm Josh Ward. Let's do this again next time on Let's Do It Again.